Welcome to episode 425 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps to make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is George, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander Travel agents Elizabeth, Sandy, and Donna. The Wonder of the Seas is Royal Caribbean's newest Oasis-class ship. With a capacity of nearly 7,000 guests, she is currently the world's largest. You can sail on Wonder from Port Canaveral on seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean itineraries that include their private island, Perfect Day at Coco Cay. Recently, Elizabeth and Sandy were able to experience the Wonder on a two-night inaugural cruise, and they're excited to share what's new and exciting about this ship. So let's get started. So now you can say you've been on the biggest one again. For a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Until the new one comes out Until next year. Until the icon, yeah. Well, that was yep. 2024, so for a year. Well, next year, I'm thinking it's already next year. Oh. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, it will be. Exactly. So when you walked on, what were the immediate differences that you've noticed, if anything? I didn't really notice any differences. When you, we walked in um in the promenade and the the bionic bar was there the rising tide bar that goes up between the um decks i think it's six and eight or that was there um they all have like a signature car in the promenade so that that was different the car was different and then it's a mustang yeah and then like oh. there's like a sculpture that um this one was a big silver hat cowboy hat <laughs> yeah um so that was those were different but um just walking in you don't see the differences yet there's there's some cool differences but it's more um pool deck areas and stuff so. i was still able to get my traditional slices of pizza and go across to the pub and sit and eat them so. <laughs> how about things like the appointment in the staterooms or different types of carpet or No, I felt like the stateroom was standard stateroom. Um, they don't, we were in a regular balcony and, you know, if you're a type of person who likes shampoo and conditioner, you might want to bring it. <laughs> if you want lotion, yeah. you might want to bring it. <laughs> Why um, is that? There just isn't any. Um, it's like well, that. They don't a, have the, the pumps. Yeah, but it's a shampoo and body wash focus on yeah. body wash. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. There's no conditioner and there's no lotion. So, yeah. Good I to know. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually paid a lot of money to have them wash my hair in the spa the last time I was on Royal Caribbean because the shampoo is so bad. I brought my own this time. You know, I will say I was in the shop and they sell Bath and Body Works full size lotions in there. Yeah. So, that is good to know. You can always go down there and pick out a new scent. I didn't, I don't remember if there were travel size. I feel like it was all full size, but um, in the store okay. that has like the perfume and stuff, they have that in there. Yeah. I, uh, so I just, uh, sorry. That's good uh, to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I disagree with Sandy. What's, what's new. Uh, I feel like the rooms are <laughs> quite different. Maybe it's been a while since I've been on an Oasis class ship, but the bathroom sort of diagonal which is really nice and the door is magnetic instead of having the like latching door handle so especially i was rooming with uh you know with a colleague and so 
it was really nice in the middle of the night not to have the chunk chunk, you know, when I would oh, go to the bathroom. Nice. Just a little click and click. Uh, it, yeah, that was really nice. And then the storage, instead of the closets being along the wall as you walk into the room, they're actually beside the bed on either side of the bed. Um, and that seems to open up the room a little bit more as well to me. Anyway, seemed to me. I felt like it, it felt a little bit more spacious, even. And granted, we were only on it for two nights. So I didn't try to put seven nights worth of clothing away uh, for four people. It was only <laughs> two of us. But um, it it wasn't bad at all. Um, I, re- I really like and I feel like the room's a little bit lightened up. They did put these weird hooks on the wall underneath the television. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was you like, know, okay, let me just hang my bathing suit under the TV and under the yeah. TV, you yeah. know, almost on the floor. It's kind of yeah. strange. You know how you bring your own magnets from home and you stick them a thunk, you stick them to the wall and then you can hang stuff up. So they're like, oh, well, instead of you having to do that, we'll provide you hooks. But they didn't put them up. They put them down below the TV, mm-hmm. right at like knee level as you're walking past the bed. Yeah. So it's like, if I put my wet bathing suit there, my legs are going to get wet when I walk by it, you know? I, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what the thought process was there. And I heard some people say they liked it. So, I mean, I didn't really dislike I mean, it, but again, I was on You can hang months. like hats that like a baseball hat, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those hooks were funny. Well, but we're, we're big people too. So, you know, any, the first person who walks by it is going to knock it down. You know, you're just going to, well, I managed to walk past without knocking my bathing suit down, but I, yeah, it it was weird though, because like it was practically on the floor. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, really low. So that was sort of strange. So no dresses are going to be hanging from. No. Oh God, no, no. Not unless you just throw your clothes on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Basically the same thing. Um, so uh, I had ample hangers for my two night cruise. Uh, so I can't say for certain if it would have been, you know, fine for more. But uh, but yeah, I, I think it it uh, overall it was a nice, uh, well appointed room. So so one thing that's not listed on our topics, but it seems like every time they come out with a new ship, they throw in one new restaurant. Was there any restaurants that were different on this? Yes. Yeah. The mason jar, which I didn't get to experience. Oh. Did you get to try it, Elizabeth? No, no, no specialty dining was available. But yes, yeah, Southern cooking. Yeah. So, yeah, like fried chicken and waffles. Good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, you would definitely like it. And and it's gotten very good reviews. One weird thing about this, this was sort of the pre-inaugural and naming ceremony for a ship that's been on the water since like March. It's been sailing. So I've known many people who've been on this ship and um then the Mason Jar gets very high ratings. So uh so yeah, I think that's their only new one on this one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because the Coastal Kitchen is not new, right? No, uh, that's on for all of them. Yeah, for sweet guests. Um, Yeah, no, it had all the other standards. I don't know if it replaced anything. There was no Janie's on this one, so I guess it replaced the Italian, maybe? There was a Giovanni's, though. Yeah, they're going back to that again. Okay, okay. They must have stopped their cooperation with him. Elizabeth, did you go into the Windjammer? Yes. Oh my God. Nice, right? Oh, so it's really different. Yes. Yeah. It was nice. Like when I went up there, we went up there for breakfast before we disembarked. And I was like, oh, if I'd have known it was like this, I would have been up here before. You know, I would have definitely gone up there. So, what made it nicer? So, okay. The last one I was on was the symphony. And when you came up to that deck, there were two sides you could go, like, there was usually one side was closed and the other side was open but like you went in one side and you 
had like halfway through this one, you go in through the middle and it just seemed like it was, I don't know, like the food stations were really nice. It was, I don't know. I feel like they laid it out really well, but Mm -hmm. it was really pretty too. You guys know how I feel about buffets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yes. snob about I it. ate I <laughs> ate more than half my meals in the um in the buffet in the winter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe half my meals. Yeah, half my meals. Okay. Three really? Six. You just didn't yeah. want to go to the main dining room? <laughs> no, we went to the main dining room once and then the other time, well, they so because this is a short cruise, they made us see all the shows in one night, basically. Yeah, I know. So yeah. so we we went show, dinner, show, show. So we couldn't eat. Um, in the main dining room we had we only had an hour and we didn't even really have that because the the second show we were seeing was the aqua theater and you have to get there a half hour before or else you ain't getting in so we managed to eat in the dining room and see the shows but so let's talk about the shows (laughs) so the first one on the list is the effectors two who wants to tell us about that i can talk about it yeah so um the effectors are Royal Caribbean's own um, superhero franchise, how they describe it. And it debuted on the Odyssey. And this is the um, second show with the effectors. And basically they're superheroes and they all have superpowers. Um, and it's really, really, really technologically advanced. Like the one girl that shoots the lasers the lasers look like they're coming out of her hands. The way it's so synchronized that the lasers go off and she puts her hands out. It just really looks like she's doing it. And there's a part where she comes out over the audience and she's like walking on the lasers, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's really cool. And the drone show that goes with it was phenomenal. It was really good. The storyline was a little bit Royal Caribbean, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, the effects were amazing and the singing was good. And, you know, mm-hmm. People were really good. What did you think, Elizabeth? Same. I mean, I, when I saw the effectors, I was like, uh, this is going to be super cheesy. I did not know what to think. Um, but the special effects are very, very cool, um, at, which is what it's all about. And uh, um, and it was kind of fun to see. They basically used the same effects, but just did something different with them. Except, you know, they put, I, I won't, you know, give anything away, I think, by saying this, but they put the superheroes in these little boxes with, and it was actually kind of cool to see how they did that. And um, I mean, I don't know how they did it exactly, but um, it was a fun stage effect. So um, yeah. Yeah. I think the drone show was better in this one than it was on the Odyssey. And is it on the, it's not the Odyssey. It's on the symphony where they do the, um, the Wright brothers show, the flight show. So they use that exact same technology in this show, but not with an airplane with a, you know, with a person, well, sort of an air with a drone kind of sort of, not really comes out over the audience again. Yeah. It comes out of the audience and almost the exact same pattern. Um, So a good, good reuse of some classics. But the drone, the drones in particular were pretty amazing. They were really good. Yeah. Yeah. When I was I on Symphony, yeah, when I was on Symphony last year at the ice show, they had a huge intro that was with drones and it was mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. So Royal seems to be investing in that kind of tech pretty heavily. Yeah. 
it is still i will say for in a theater it's still um distracting as a just a theater nerd because you just hear this like and and it you know it's kind of hard for them to mask that um but but it's so cool it's you know i wouldn't trade it it's so cool yeah, all right elizabeth we'll let you start on this one uh and this show's called voices yeah and this is a bummer because so sandy and i weren't on the same cruise we were on two um two cruises back to back um but they they didn't have time to do all the shows and voices was when they decided not to show us but it's basically their own version of an acapella group uh the royal caribbean singers um, they did um, have them do one number for the executive talk, uh, and it, it's the it's a uh, one voice. Oh, who was the original singer of that? All I can ever remember is the Muppets. Um, but it's a because <laughs> the Muppets also did it a very touching version of the song. But it's a beautiful song, um, and uh, so they showed that these singers are super talented. And then I Rainbow actually got connection. to see. No, that's no, that's a Muppet song. It's called One Voice. Okay. <laughs> um, I think it was a country song that originally did it, but a uh, singer that originally did it or a folk singer, maybe. Um, but uh, um, sorry, that threw me off. Oh, uh, for the naming ceremony, they had the voices of the Royal Caribbean do the national anthem and it was absolutely gorgeous. So if you love acapella music, this is probably a win. Um, I, I can't imagine it wouldn't be definitely some talent up there. Cool. And it yeah. looks like um, Billy Gilman was the young Billy man Gilman. who recorded that song. Yeah. Back in 2000. I don't know who that is, huh? I don't know. I guess I've heard so many covers of it that um, the Waylon Jennies. Yeah, it looks like Barry Manilow did too. Oh, Barry Manilow. That's, I think that's who I was thinking. Okay. Of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Muppets threw me off. Yeah, the Muppets <laughs> also covered it. I can't think of the Rainbow Connection. Who doesn't know the Rainbow Connection? <laughs> that's like it's not that's easy being green. That's the most famous yeah. Muppet song I know. Yes, I know exactly, exactly. Um, All right, anyway. and the Aqua Theater show looks like it's called <laughs> Intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was cool. It has an all-female cast, which is unique to the show. So, did you know that going into the show? I feel like well, I figured it out like while I was watching the show, but, but it made me think that I had heard that before and I can't remember <laughs> if I had so, heard it before or not. So uh, Danny had said, our friend Danny, our, our travel said that they pushed it off when he first filmed the ship back in March, they were talking about it a lot, but they haven't been talking about it since then. And honestly, I don't remember hearing anything about it. And so it starts by saying this show is dedicated to the daughters Mm -hmm. um, and then the show starts and then it gradually, I mean, it has martial artists, it has stunt, uh, stunt women, it has, uh, synchronized swimmers and like all divers, the pieces that, yeah, are, yeah the, the high divers, all the pieces that are normally in the aqua theater show. And it was probably halfway through the show that I went, wait, I haven't seen a single dude, not a single dude. And, and it was kind of like a, I had like a visceral reaction to that. I was like, all of these are like badass women. They're not. Uh, I think I just said something for not family friendly <laughs> podcast. They're all like, like, and it's not just dancers or, you know, cause I turned to Meg who's sitting beside me. It's like, it's all women. So, well, you know, synchronized swimmers usually are women. I was like, yeah, yeah. But like the martial artists, the featured martial right. artists, the, the acrobats, the, the divers, they're all, people, yeah, the yeah. slack line. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I was blown away just by that, that they, that they're now doing that without really, they're not tooting their own horn about it anymore. If they were. I wonder, um, 
when I was on the symphony, I was out there watching them warm up and stuff. And they had like a video playing of cool behind the scenes stuff of the aqua theater show. Um, uh, like how the synchronized swimmers would be underwater for so long and they would have like scuba dive people down there mm-hmm. um, giving them air and stuff. I mean, like that show is so amazing. <laughs> like all the stuff that goes into that show, but on this ship, it's a little different because there is like a screen behind it. Like, um, I don't know if I'd call it a screen, but it's kind of, it's kind of like a wall. And isn't that supposed to help with like the wind and stuff like that? I wondered about that. I mean, I, I definitely noticed it. And um, I I did wonder about that. I will say that our first night, they canceled the Aqua Theater show because we had rough seas. So it doesn't prevent it from happening. That's why you had to do canceled. three shows in one night, huh? Well, yeah. they did three shows both nights, but the but then one of the shows got canceled. So yeah, so that was even higher demand for the three shows on the next night. Yeah. I always try to get the first Aqua Theater show because of that because i'm like okay if something happens and i'm gonna miss it you know so i always try to do the first early show just to make sure i get it so it was the first show and it was at 11 30 at night so full disclosure i was not actually going to go to it anyway that first night yeah um ours was we had like two shows the first night and it was like nine i think i don't know we basically we ran from the theater to the aqua theater and we were able to do it. They did time it out so you could do a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So it was good. Yep. Cool. So tell us a little bit about the ice show, which we you know might actually other like ships. this one, George. Really? You okay. Might, this yes. one, the story <laughs> makes sense somewhat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was pretty easy to see. It's called 365, and it goes through all the seasons of the year. Um, what did you think of winter, Elizabeth? I mean, I thought it was fine. It was like the but, Game of Thrones theme. Yeah, it's the Game of Thrones theme. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, honestly, that I think that the music choices, and you know, I if you know me, you know that I always rat on Royal Caribbean for their music choices. But I, I think they did much better on this um, on these shows. They they didn't stray into weird ta- territory. If you're going to use classical music to appeal to a modern audience, using the theme from Game of Thrones is a very good way to do it. So, and I love the costumes. I thought they were beautiful. You know, I think this one, I thought it was really good. And I didn't think you needed an interpreter. Nope. (laughs) So that was good. You know, (laughs) Um, yeah, it's so funny. We always kind of tease about the quirkiness of their shows, but I do think these shows are very appealing. You know, (laughs) yeah, they're, they have far appeal. Yeah. It, it opened with, with a high energy as well. They didn't open with a pot of or anything. They opened with like a lot of great dance tunes that sort of got you into it. Mm-hmm. I will say at the end, I will caution you, dear audience, do not sit in the center, front row, far right seat. Unless they fix it, you will get water dumped on your head because that is what happened to me. <laughs> really? The end of the show, it snows and yeah. it's not... Uh, it's not a light snow. It's heavy soap bubbles. And if you're in that seat, apparently you're also underneath the drain for the soap bubbles. So I just had a steady stream of water just dripping right down uh. into my lap. <laughs> and it's cold in the well, ice it's show. Snow. <laughs> yeah. I had wow. snow. I'll I'll show you a picture. I had snow all in my hair. And I mean, it was it was one of those things where there was nothing I could do. Like I almost you jump like, oh, gosh, you're going to get away from it. And then you realize you can't get away from it. And you just have to sit. So there you were in happen. the center, like full on center facing 
mm-hmm. but you were first row all the way to all the, the way right. on the right. So I was like in that side section where I probably could have kicked you. <laughs> probably I was sitting. Yeah. Um, yeah, you I definitely could have that. laughed at me. Yeah, I, I totally would have like pointed my finger and laughed. <laughs> they had when when I did it, they had that first row blocked off for the executives and stuff, and so. Oh, that would have gone over well. Yeah. Well, but they weren't. They basically they all showed up and sat down, and then the woman that was like reserving it picked up the thing and walked away. And then people could sit there if they wanted to. There were still some seats available, um, but nobody else really came up because the show had started. And they, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would say get there early, pick your seat. You know. Well, and and generally the suite guests have that center section. You know, it depends on how many people are in the suites, but. Um, right. Yeah, so that was actually one reason we chose to sit there because we don't usually get to sit there. So, but now I never want to sit there again. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> I mean, it was so, great right up until the end. Yeah. yeah. But. So, speaking of sweets, um, Wonder of the Seas is the first Oasis class ship to have an extra neighborhood dedicated exclusively to sweet guests. Did you guys get a chance to visit? I did. It made me want to be up there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. what does it have for amenities that are? Well, they had demand? like a cooler of fruit spears <laughs> that were really good. <laughs> and you could just go up and get this. But um, it has a like um, like a pool that has loungers in it. And then it had like, did it have like a pool pool, Elizabeth? Did you see? I have a picture of it, but yeah, I, I did not spend a lot of time up there. I will yeah. tell you, two days is not enough time on a ship like this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it sure. was really hard to get it all in. Yeah. I know. And I didn't realize we were supposed to be doing a contest for a free cruise by stopping in all those places until, like, I had already seen half of them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, forget that. Well, it was almost, I mean, I we did as much as we could, and we didn't get all of those spots because it's just, yeah. it's too much. It's like, it's so much stuff. Yeah. It was hard. Which is great if you're on a one-week cruise. I mean, you will not run out of things to do. It's... Yeah. So there's like a lower level with loungers that has like pool. So your butt would be in the water and your feet would be in the water, but the loungers are like curved. And then there's above it, like not a an infinity tub. pool, kind of like a, like a fishbowl kind of <laughs> like the people below you would be able to see your legs and stuff, I think. Um, but but that's it's basically, a hot is it a hot tub? The, the upper one was a hot tub. Yeah, I put my okay. finger in it. I mean, it was like, sure. there's like a long bench kind of thing. So a lot of people could sit in there. Um, yeah. I mean, it looks pretty nice. And there's a lot of loungers up there with shade. And, you know, I would imagine that it's really not that crowded. I thought the um, the adult section, too, was nice. They had some extra pools in there, too. So I think they did a good job of making that stuff bigger. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is probably the first adult only area on a Royal ship where I was like, Oh, I would probably hang out here for an extended mm-hmm. period of time. Cause you, and it may be different, you know, on a longer cruise, it may still turn into adult pool soup, but um, you know, cause it's, it's just always very crowded. Um, so. One of the things they did that I liked that was different on the symphony um, was there's a hot tub on the side when you walk into the adult section and it's 16 and above and on that part of the symphony, that hot tub is before you actually walk into the adult section. So there were kids in there and stuff. So I do like that they made that hot tub like adults 
you know, mm-hmm. 16 and up. So that was pretty cool. But they had, yeah, they had, um, you could go down to the lower level and there was kind of like I was describing those loungers that kind of curve and your butts in the water and your feet's in the water. So you could take a book down there and just chill out. Um, it's, I would say it's really shady out there though, because that whole area kind of has screens up around it. So you're not going to get like direct sun and you're not going to be getting sunburned over there in that section. If you want more sun, you got to go to the regular pool decks. All right. And I hear that the solarium is fully enclosed on this particular ship. Yeah. That's the adult section I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 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 I walked and, through there, but I didn't spend a lot of time there. So uh, I don't know how crowded it got. So I, I went and got in the pool and there's a lot of little loungers and stuff and it was nice. And then the next morning I was walking around taking pictures when it was kind of empty. So I went to that lower level with those loungers and I turned around and I looked at the pool and I was like, okay, so it does look like a fishbowl. Like everybody could see your legs. Like your the whole wall is clear. And um, there were a couple of pools on the regular pool deck that were like that too. So people were standing in them and you could just see them just standing around (laughs) in these pools. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. And you get that cool water effect where they look cut in half because if you're standing yeah. at the wrong angle, <laughs> their legs yeah. are over here. And then, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it looks like this ship's a little bit different in the fact that it only has a single flow rider as opposed to the doubles on the back. Do you yeah. want to talk about that, Elizabeth? <laughs> I mean, I, I like honestly, talking a lot. Yeah. Well, and I have this like near pneumonia here, so I'm not talking very much, but um, the, um, the, I didn't even really get up there. I mean, I did, I got near it, but I didn't actually go up to it. Um, And I I do know that it's still facing so that the, um, the audience is looking back at the flow rider and the flow rider is looking out the water, the icon, they're going to turn that around so that the, the, the people watching you wipe out on the flow rider also get the pretty view. So if you're on the flow Ooh. rider, all you do is get to wipe out. So it's going to look like you're going to flow right over the side of the ship. <laughs> well, that's what it looks like now. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, no, it's, but um, I, I did not even get up there at all. There were people up there, uh, but this wasn't a very kid heavy cruise either. So yeah. I did see some kids in that area though. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice big playground. Um it's not a water area. It's just like a big playground with climby things and stuff like that. So their um their like miniature golf area was really cool too. That whole section was pretty cool. I feel I like that miniature golf course is like the most photographed area of that ship. Like you see that octopus in everybody's pictures. When I was in the um the neighborhood of um the Central Park and I was taking a picture of the elephant the guy in there told me that was the most Instagrammed spot <laughs> on the okay. show. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll tag it <laughs> right now. But that's that's, a, that's another testament to how um, very little time we spent on the ship. Cause I hardly was in central park at all. And that's usually my favorite part of the ship. I love central mm. park. Yeah. yeah, me too. I, I, I do think I like the fact that this ship has a lot of visual cues as to where you are. So like the elevator buttons had pictures, like a carousel for the boardwalk and, um, the, the park for Central Park. And then um, 
there were on the elevators near Wonderland, that floor where Wonderland is had a bunch of Alice in Wonderland art on the, um, on the wall. So it just, there were some really nice visual cues that aren't usually there. Still, you still on the floor, it tells you what day it is because you will forget. But, um, but overall, I just feel like there were more cues on this ship than there usually are. Did you see the stowaway piano player? Uh, I didn't, but Meg did. And so I was there with Meg, who's another agent without lunar travel. And she um, has only been on one other cruise before. And she came, she came up to me. She was like, she came up to me and she said, Elizabeth, there's a piano player on the elevator. I was like, oh, I'm glad you got to see him. (laughs) So um, yeah, he was definitely on board entertaining the crowd. I saw him also on the boardwalk too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. All right. And our last thing to talk about is an issue that Royals had for ages. And that's when you need to book a reservation for a show, it was always coming soon. There was no set date. It was kind of random. It looks like they finally standardized on 30 days out now. Um, They, they told us in that talk that it was going to start allowing you to reserve it 30 days out. So I don't know if that's a new year thing or um, like if that's rolled out yet, but that's coming back so you heard it here first because they didn't say that in my executive talk so that's news to yeah. me too i know i wrote it right down <laughs> so i wouldn't forget i was like oh breaking news yeah. there you go yeah. all right well that's our show for this week thanks for hanging out with us please like our facebook page rate us and be sure to tell your friends about us you can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts we'd love to hear from you on behalf of donna sandy elizabeth and myself george thanks for joining us this week gotta fly mm-hmm.